0: Welcome to episode 46 of our SAP on Azure video podcast. Today is June 18th, and together with Goran and Robert, we are here to talk about anything related to SAP and Microsoft. Hello, everyone.
1: Hello.
0: So today, unfortunately, Goran and Robert cannot be with us, but I'm happy to have Michael um, with um, me who will talk about um, using Azure DevOps, um, ARM deployments, and, and how to basically deploy an, an SAP system from scratch. Um, in the past, we had talked about the very extensive GitHub repository with, with, with a huge library of Terraform and Ansible scripts. And um, uh, yeah, obviously that's still there and can be used by, by customers or is used by customers. But um, what Michael will focus on or what Michael will show um what he has done, um, how he yeah used portions of, of this, this GitHub repo and uh, how he can actually simplify or has simplified the way how to get this deployment started. Um, but we'll hear more about it from him in, in a second. Um, as always, before we go to him and hand over to him, let's quickly take a look at some of the news um, from this week. And <clears throat> I actually want to start with um a few topics from Mike Microsoft Digital or, or um, the Microsoft IT department. Um, as we had mentioned um, in the past, I think it's it's really great to see that Microsoft obviously is also a huge um, customer of SAP. And um, in Microsoft IT running SAP, they obviously have a lot of lessons learned and they, they optimized um, the, the whole operation of how to run an SAP system um, over the years. And the, the beautiful thing is that they're really talking about this. They're really sharing their, their experience. And um, just last week, there were um, two blocks, one about optimizing SAP for Azure. So here, um, the team really talks about, well, that um, since um, 2000, yeah, here, beginning of 2018, um, really all of SAP um, instances running are really on Azure. And then they they talk about some, some of their lessons learned like um how the whole capacity management or the the whole um approach on how to actually work and size um your infrastructure how this has changed how um the the whole process is much more dynamic how yeah they, they do scale up um, how they size their their infrastructure how they basically really approach um, running an SAP system in Azure, which obviously is, is is quite different from running an SAP system on on premise. And again, here they yeah they, they really talk very detailed. You can also download this in a in a PDF document on um, their their lessons learned of really optimizing and running an SAP system in in Azure. Really um, highly recommended to. Uh, to take some time and, and 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 look at this actually some of the things that are mentioned here I mean we had hans reuter um from Microsoft digital joining us and and he already gave a beautiful presentation there but then as you can see here um there there's um about automated shutdowns and we had Santosh um um in on on the show some some time ago talking about this um they're talking about telemetry and monitoring and obviously we had some sessions about um Azure monitoring for SAP solutions. So there's really a lot of content in, in this block alone. But then um, when we, especially when we focus on telemetry and um, monitoring, then there's another blog post um, from um, Microsoft Digital that really talks about telemetry and monitoring in, in more detail, like um, about the, the whole infrastructure. So basically really looking at, um, there. there's a nice slide here about all the different solutions um, that are um that microsoft is using and then what what's the benefit actually of of looking inside these systems again similar to what we talked about in the azure monitoring for sap um sessions that we had to to not only leverage or monitor cpu usage and memory usage but really also have some insights um, in the sap system and actually they're also then Looking at the different um, personas um, yeah, here, what, what's what's the value for the business users or for the executives or for for the engineers? So it's another really beautiful blog post that um, yeah talks about the, the what Microsoft is doing to actually look inside um, the SAP systems and yeah take actions out of that. So another, so I think really two two very very interesting um, blog posts that um, yeah show how Microsoft is actually running an SAP system. Um, Following the Microsoft and SAP um, usage, uh, there there was a news by um, on the um, news.sap.com, which talks about um, Microsoft using SAP success factors. So um, apparently, we just um, completed our um, uh, rollout of success factors for all of our um, employees at Microsoft and now we are using yeah success employee central um as as the the central tool for our um hr operations there um yeah it, it's i think it's, it's just interesting to see um the the uh, the approach that microsoft is also taking there i think hans reuter also had talked about this that obviously if there is a saas service if there is a software as a service um solution that fits the requirements then of course um, Microsoft is also interested in in using and leveraging these services and um, with success factors. Um, that's uh, what we've done here for yeah for employee central. And if we switch to the to the next topic and staying with success factors, um, there was a very interesting. Um, yeah, uh, guide um, released that talks about um, success factors integration into Azure Active Directory. So with a lot of customers, what we see is um, that Azure Active Directory is the authentication tool or authentication provider for um, the technical side. If I log on to Office 365, if I log on to my SAP system, I can use Azure Active Directory, but then there's also success factors where um, where the employee Journey, the employee identity is um is maintained. So if i um if I'm a new hire in a company, if I change my roles in in my company, then success factors is often the the tool of choice to to track these changes. And obviously, if you have this connection between success factors and Azure Active Directory and can do this really in both directions. So if there's a change on active Azure Active Directory, that this change can be reflected in success factors and the other way around, and um, then that's obviously extremely beneficial. And, this paper here and um, where um, lots of other companies obviously also um, contributed here, it outlines the steps of how you can connect Azure Active Directory um, with your um, success factors. So the, the, it's, a, it's a beautiful guide that um, sheds some light on 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 different um, aspects of what you need to do there. And I think if, if you are a success factors customer, if you are an Azure Active Directory customer, then this is definitely um, very worth um, checking out and, and spending some time on this. Good, and then going to the next topic, um, we had talked about in the past already um, several times about um, new new data center regions being um, established across the globe and um, also new data centers being built. And we also talked about the sustainability aspect that I think by 2030, Microsoft wants to be um, carbon neutral and and um services uh, or or um targets like this and um in this connection basically um um Microsoft um published a, um, this, this blog post about a new um data center in Arizona um that's yeah it's, it's a sustainable data center region in Arizona so the idea here is that um it, you have all these um solar panels that that help um with producing the um they, they require power and so on, so so really building a data center with all the lessons learned from um, from the, the the previous data centers that we have built, but then really also leveraging the benefits that come in um, in a, in a region like Arizona. I mean, obviously it's hot, but this this also means there's a lot of solar energy there that that can be used to uh, power your your data center. So um, it's it's an interesting. I thought it was an interesting blog post to really um, to really highlight that um, we're not only building data centers, but but we're really spending also a lot of time and effort on making these data centers really um sustainable and uh, yeah trying to reduce the the, the carbon um, footprint here. Um the next topic ah um in, in the light of all the, the the free accounts that that coming up and um, obviously um, Azure.com has or azure has a, a free offering but i think the again the, the, the beautiful thing is it's it's not a one-time thing that that microsoft is doing there but we're constantly releasing and enhancing um this this service and and we just announced that there are five new services available for free um on azure so there's um for postgres for mysql key vault media services and logic app they 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 are all new services that are now um, available for free so if you sign up for azure.com/free um, obviously you need a credit card to um, authenticate this this credit card is not um, and charged but then once you have signed up then yeah in in addition to virtual machines that you can use for free or SQL database now there's also mysql postgres and and a lot of other services that are available really for free so i think that that's always nice to see that you can very easily um, get started now coming or taking a closer look at sap or running sap on azure and um, obviously we have azure backup um, in in place for quite some time for um, for uh, sap hana database and, and for for sql database and now um, we have in a general availability the possibility to do cross-region Um, restore of um, my SAP HANA database. So basically what this means um, that I can now really, um, if if I have my SAP system running in in one region, let's say in in West Europe, then I can also do um, the the backup and the restore now to another region to um, North Europe, for example, and really leverage this um, cross, uh, uh, this functionality to to do really a, a restore across the different region. Which I think obviously can be very helpful if you, if if one region goes down and you really need to have a, um, a restore, um, in in your in your other region,
1: especially and interesting for uh, DR drills, right? So that's uh, very important. to uh, do the DR testing and drilling.
0: Absolutely, and, and I think that that's actually a very good point. And um, quite often you, you just set up a disaster recovery replication. But you never test it. You never do anything. And actually, in in the cloud, that, that is that is one of the things where where um, it's very easy to do this, where you can just do a test. And as you said, um, having here this possibility to have um, um, the functionality to do a restore across the different region region um, can help exactly to to also test these um, cross region disaster recovery scenarios. Um now another. Um, beautiful blog post by Martin Pankratz Um, uh, he um, has a very nice scenario there uh, where he talks about um, if if you have very high load scenarios then obviously one possibility is that you that you really build up your your SAP system and and really make it very big but um, if you if there's a possibility to offload um, some of the requests to other services um, then that can really protect also my, my SAP system and um martin always has some some yeah so some nice scenarios that he outlines and in this specific case it's about um toilet paper about huge demand of toilet paper and instead of risking um the s4 system or the SAP system to go go down what he describes here is a scenario where he offloads um um the the incoming traffic um to a scenario where the data is actually coming from a cosmos db so um i mean as as you know or i'm i'm sure you have seen some of the blog posts from from martin he has a very detailed um description he really guides you through through all the the required steps or all the required components there but it's um if i scroll back up here then it's it's a really interesting scenario from my point of view where yes you you obviously have your, your sap system you have um uh, the, uh, the, the 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 real data there but then you can actually um um Offload or replicate and, and get data in your Cosmos DB. You you can have a um, a frontend that accesses the data um, from this um, Cosmos DB, so it does not really necessarily need to touch your SAP system all the time. Um, and and by this you can really um, yeah uh, protect or reduce this the stress on your SAP system. And um, yeah, in in this in this guide, uh, he he really outlines. Um, the, the required steps and in the end he well he uh, talks about um that obviously yeah uh, it's it's not only for toilet paper uh, this is obviously also very much re- relevant for uh, for other scenarios but um I think it's a very interesting uh it's a very interesting concept that um, you might consider uh, to uh, yeah reduce the load on on your sap systems here and it's a fun read so really. It- I was reading it <laughs> absolutely yeah um good. then I want to quickly talk about one other thing we had talked about Azure static web apps um, a few episodes ago and um now there's um actually the, the really beautiful content in the meantime um available and I, I think we we talked about um this information here on on um yeah docs.microsoft.com um, the, the whole learning path that goes th- through this but but actually there's also now um a, a youtube series um or a playlist that really um talks about well what it is for what you can do with it and these are all fairly yeah fairly sh- short videos but um in these uh, quick short videos you you get a good overview of um yeah what you can actually do and um what are the benefits of using um azure um, Static web apps and and how you can get started with this so it's fairly i mean i've not yet watched all of them but i um watched a few of them and it, it's a, a nice very easy way to to listen and and get some some information there so um before we hand over to to um michael one one last thing um there is this um um sap on azure talk um podcast um that uh, yeah, in a, in a fairly regular um, update, um, our colleagues talk about um, um, so uh, Ravi and Nathan talk about um, yeah anything um, on on SAP on Azure. It's a it's a very uh, nice way to listen. Typically, the, these episodes are ten minutes or twenty minutes long or something like that. They uh, talk about different topics there. And just yesterday, I think. Um they released another one um about cost optimization. obviously in in the cloud that's um, that's a, that's a big thing as as we also saw with um the Microsoft Digital piece. So if you have twenty six minutes, then just tune in. and um, they they have um this time um a special guest um, um talking about uh, the the cost optimization. So I think um yeah if you if you go for a walk with your dog or whatever, then just. Uh, uh, listen to these 26 minutes I think it's it's uh, it's a very fun way uh, to to learn some some new things here okay with this um, I actually want to hand over to Michael and um, he has a, a beautiful GitHub repository but I don't want to spend too much time there I will immediately hand over to to Michael and maybe you can start by quickly introducing yourself what's your role what you're doing and then i'm i'm looking forward um to your demo and the um, things that you have prepared
1: yeah absolutely and uh, thank you holger very much uh for inviting me to this great show um i think this is a fantastic format here to get the latest and greatest from the sub and uh, azure community so i'm really happy here to be here today and um yeah, present something that I've been working on with my customers and partners lately. So my name is uh, Michael McGill. I'm Cloud Solution Architect for SAP on Azure since yeah, nearly two years now. Um, before that, I worked 20 years at another big uh, US technology company and uh, led SAP transformation for German and uh, yeah, other global companies. And um, now I'm working especially in the automobile and manufacturing industry. Mm-hmm. So I have their customers having an easy start on Azure, making sure they get the most the most out of their investments, and um, yeah, work with them on suitable designs that that meets their requirements. And uh, once they have migrated, um, then uh, to to see what integration possibilities there are to um bring more innovations uh uh make life even better like um yeah bringing in devops uh, power platform data factory and uh, yeah just to name a few so Perfect. um yeah um for me it is so fascinating to to be here at microsoft in the center of it innovations and with this unbelievable speed i mean every week you show here the news it's just incredible so um and um when c- customers move to azure um they don't have to worry anymore about innovations yeah it's it's practically <laughs> built into the platform and if you remember the old days um y- you always had to fight and invest a lot of hard work and money to bring into uh, bring innovations into your your own data center and and here yeah it comes with the platform Yeah, so ah, um yeah and 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 this is really the one of the great things i i think that um you don't have to worry the innovations come but you need to stay informed that's that's maybe now today the challenge uh, uh um get all the informations of what what is possible yeah? but that's maybe one of of um my uh, job role Yeah, to to stay with the customers and exactly, and help them and, and tell them, hey, here are some really cool new features, uh, think about it. Yeah, um, but okay, maybe I start sharing my screen and uh, we dig into the details. Um, let me start. So what I want to uh, present here is um, how to deploy um, SAP HANA system on uh with DevOps, yeah? mm-hmm. and um, so I hope you can see this. Yeah, and perfect. That is here my uh, GitHub repository, um, and don't worry, I will show um, a demo very quickly. So not only showing things and talking, but really demonstrating. So um, what can this repository do? So we can deploy Um, For now, just the HANA database and SAP VMs. Later on, I will add uh, SAP installation as well. Um, It can do SLES 12, 15, Red Hat 7, 8, lots of VM sizes. It can do the patching and configuration according to relevant SAP nodes. Very important from my perspective, and that was actually the trigger for me to build it, uh, this backup integration. it, if customers start with their SAP on Azure cloud journey, um, there's a lot of documentation to to read, and it's good to read all this documentation. But <laughs> uh, maybe you also want to have a quick start, yeah, when you pilot the first things or have a proof of concept. So um, yeah, and uh, with this repository, you have an easy start. Um, mm-hmm. You can deploy what you need and. Um, have also some complicated things auto- automated. Um, so um, the backup is, is one thing. Um, also, uh, um, the selective disk backup, so the HANA data and lock disk, I don't want to have this in the OS backups, yeah. but it's a bit complicated to exclude it. Yeah? It only works through Cloud Shell and I thought, well, Cloud Shell, nice, it's, it's perfect to automate, so let's do that as well. Uh, same goes for the um, sub um monitoring extension on Azure. Mm-hmm. Uh, also nice I think is that uh, you can say hey I also want to make the measurement automatically yeah then I just you click a button don't have to download things yeah so just make it easy yeah? um maybe before I explain the framework let's Let's immediately start with with the demo, and then I explain a little bit how how the pieces fit together. And um, also, I would like to show then later on how you can set it up because um, I tried hard to make it really easy and simple. Um, Let's go to DevOps. So I have in uh, DevOps um, a project which is called um, SAP deployment. Uh, so and uh, in DevOps, I have a, a pipeline, and the mm-hmm. pipeline is just for me the graphical user interface. Now I just wanted to have um, an, an an easy interface where I can deploy. And uh, so let's run the the pipeline. Um, and yeah, so oh, nice.
0: some properties. The mm-hmm.
1: SID today. Obviously, is a hole for Holger. (laughs) (laughs) So um, I have here, uh, I can choose a location. I mean, this can be extended to any Mm -hmm. locations I want. Um, I can also show later on how you can uh, um, adapt it to your um, uh, situation. Um, Choose the availability zone, no need for now. And then, typically, I do the VM deployment, the operating system preparation. HANA database installation, the backup setup, the monitoring extension. For today, I leave out the XSA component because this runs roughly 40 minutes. And the performance checks run roughly five, six hours. So let's leave this out because we want to finish it. Um, And um, I can even, I mean, if I I do a continuous integration, uh, Ah, I can also say, hey, I remove it at the end. I just want to see if my latest uh, configuration works. And whenever I have a change in the configuration, I can do continuous integration, deploy it, and um, make an action out of it if, if there's an issue or so. But OK, let's let's leave this like this for now. And then this runs roughly 50 minutes. So I suggest we leave it running in the background, and we can check uh, later on. And uh, have a look now how this um, yeah how this works what I need and um, how I can set it up yeah? because mm-hmm. I think this is really easy and straightforward. So um, how did pieces fit together? I as I already said DevOps it's free I can use it a pipeline I need the pipeline and I have already prepared the pipeline so everybody can just take it from GitHub. Yeah, so basically, connect your DevOps project with GitHub. Use the code, use the pipeline. Everything is there. If you want to adapt it um, to whatever, yeah, to your landing zone, um, the best way is use Visual Studio Code because it is um, uh, really providing um, yeah, nice, nice look and feel and easy um, uh, editing of code. So just picked here an example. If if you would like to use other images as the ones I have here started, um, you can simply edit here and add uh, other images into the code. And uh, this one here is the Visual Studio code connected to my GitHub. Mm -hmm. And um, here I can adapt the the repository to my needs.
0: And your Azure DevOps pipeline is connected to this specific GitHub repository. And then whenever you do some changes, obviously these changes are then can be immediately picked up also by your your Azure DevOps pipeline. Exactly.
1: And um, then the other piece that is needed as a requirement is, um, yeah, I need an Azure subscription for sure. So um, I need, a landing zone yeah and uh, so i need some basic resources a landing zone that i can work with Um, you can do just an easy landing zone to learn with this repository to use it or but for production workloads um, i have also referenced here the, uh, the link to the microsoft cloud adoption framework that is i would say really highly recommended for production workloads because it has all the uh, best practices and the experience uh, from from many um, customers and our own. So um, yeah, consider mm-hmm. this uh, as a landing zone. But uh, just to keep it simple and maybe yeah, at the beginning for pilots, proof of concept where we want a quick start and uh, learn automation. Um, this is the minimum that is required to to mm-hmm. start. Um, yeah, we need a deployment agent as well. Um, We need Ansible on the Deployment Agent and PowerShell. Um, These are uh, pieces um, that are just required for the different uh, automation parts that come together. Um, So so to explain again the prerequisites here, what we need. We need the Azure subscription, uh, a DevOps account is free, GitHub is free, I mean Azure. you mentioned it earlier is 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 free also to some extent if it's a a trial subscription 30 days 200 um us dollars um we need the sap uh uh, user with software download capability because we need to download some bits and binaries
0: so this is something that i need to do up front right i mean um this is something where yeah the, the user would need an s user or need would the user needs to have access to the SAP's of the download center, they need to download the software, yeah. and then I guess put it somewhere in an Azure Blob Store or something.
1: Exactly. That is. I mean, I'm. I was really trying to help with with all the pieces. So, um, I would like also here have a button where you can deploy the minimum requirements easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. then then you have uh, the VNet subnet and everything ready, especially the Recovery Service Vault with these policies. Um, because my repository is picking up those those policies and then can automatically handle all the the backup uh, setup. Okay. Um, so um, I'm just now working on this to have this auto- automated. but um, if you have al- yeah, if you have already in most situations, actually, I had a um, a landing zone already. Yeah, so many mm-hmm. customers are already in in Azure with something. So there is a landing zone ready. And it, it, this is not most cases really already existing now. Okay, uh, for the deployment agent, um, this is also something I um, put here with a uh, so this prerequisite you can set up also here with with an ARM template, and then you have a deployment agent uh, installed um, here in the manual section, which we don't need. I always uh, recommend here automation. You have the um, you see the details that are being deployed. It's PowerShell, Ansible, that's what, and, and the DevOps agent. So here, hereby, you deploy the DevOps agent automatically, but we need to configure it. Now, if you remember the picture, we need to connect the DevOps with this deployment agent, mm-hmm. and um, this is um, described here. How you do that, you simply need the. Um, um, I mean, it's, it has been automatically deployed. It's there. So uh, just run the config script to configure it. Uh, we need to have the um, personal access token out of DevOps. Um, this is the link where it is described how you can get it. I can also show you later on when we have a look mm-hmm. in DevOps. And here is the picture of what, what you need to, uh, to okay. question and answers of the scripts. Um, then, run the script as a service with every reboot of this ubuntu vm yeah so another step you just install the service then it starts automatically um, and also make an az login because from this deployment agent uh, we run a couple of scripts like the ansible to install hana like the backup preparation script and and such kind of things and so that the deployment agent can connect to the um, SAP server, uh, we need the, the your private key uh, must be added on this deployment agent as well, so that you can connect. Um, yeah. So and that is all for the prerequisites. And um, then I'd like to show you how you can set up the uh, everything in in DevOps. So let's go to to DevOps top maybe oh here we are so yeah here we see it's still oh, it's already running mm-hmm. it's it's running preparing the OS it's a nice actually a nice view interesting to see let's have a look yeah, so you see all the stages in the mm-hmm. DevOps pipeline there's also another view which is quite nice if we click on it uh, we see here. Uh, the details so the deployment of the vm now is the preparation of the OS so you see more details where it's going and um okay so we we keep this running but i wanted to show um, how you set up the pipeline Yeah. so Mm -hmm. i have already here pipelines but if you start from scratch you set up a new pipeline and um yeah where is my code GitHub, mm-hmm. obviously. Then, so, okay. Um, yeah, you would, um, I forgot to mention it, you would typically fork the GitHub repository so that uh, you could adapt it to your own landing zones, to your own needs. Yeah? So, uh, in your situation, um, there would be your name, your GitHub username, and then the Sapana VM or another name. And um, I suggest we use already um, the pipeline there yeah, that mm-hmm. I, I, I started. Yeah, it's most easiest to use, and here we see the HANA VM DevOps pipelines. HANA VM, continue, and then we see here I have right, yeah. I have my my pipeline. The only thing that that um, uh, users would need to adapt is the target the target Vnet. yeah I mean this is now my landing zone, my vnet and subnet. So just add this um, so uh, vnet uh, customer and here subnet customer. so it just need to be adapted to your landing zone. And what we have to do we have to configure uh, variables, which I show here. So these are the variables that I need to configure. I need to configure the password for the HANA database, um, which DNS zone I'm using. I need to put my public um, SSH key here that mm-hmm. is that it is deployed to to all the systems, um, and the SSH key that I mentioned before is belonging to this. So that the the, the logins will work, the subscription ID is needed, and some yeah. I leave the details uh, then uh, for for those who want to set it up, and uh, yeah. So when all the variables are here, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't do this now here. this. yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah. So basically, we. Um, I mean, that's what I have in my pipeline. What we could see earlier. Uh, and so when the pipelines are, uh, when the variables are configured, then you can, then you can here run the pipeline, mm-hmm. enter what you want and
0: deploy. Yeah, that's, cool. That's yeah. It's really straightforward just to, to quickly recap. So I, I would go to this repo, I would fork the repo um, into, um, yeah, so, so that I have full flexibility. But ah, you have also documented, perfect, exactly. And then once I've done this, once, once I really have it in my own repository, I would go to Azure DevOps, I would yeah connect to my GitHub, I would select um, uh, this repository, then I can actually use the pipeline that you have already created, I need to do some modifications there, I need to add the variables, and then I'm already good to go. Absolutely. Um,
1: maybe a couple of things uh, I mentioned. Um, uh, it's there's below some more steps, uh, you need the Ansible extension installed mm-hmm. in your okay. uh, DevOps. Um, and I didn't. Um, ah, yeah, yes. the, 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 SAP the binaries, Yeah, <laughs> otherwise it won't work. So uh, let's let's have a look um, where this is here. So um, I have a container for sure, mm-hmm. um, a storage account uh, with uh, which is called here Subbits West Europe. Um, there is a container I called it Files, and here are the Subbits, Yeah. yeah. So obviously. Yeah. And. Um, so where do you configure? I mean, everybody has its own storage container, so it's a different URL. And let me quickly show you how you have to configure. Um, so you, you you take the URL. And in Visual Studio Code, I mean, that was the HANA mm-hmm. um, binaries. So HANA is installed with Ansible. It will be here as part of the Ansible uh, in, the, in the parameters of the Ansible and um where is it the url the hdb server yeah so here i have to put my yeah. my specific
0: url to the storage account cool. yeah because obviously we from, from microsoft we are not allowed to distribute sap software so that's why everyone who's using this needs to have uh, needs to log on with a valid sap user everyone needs to have a valid license to be allowed to download the software and then i can put it in my own azure blob store and then i can configure exactly what you just shown um in ansible and point it to to my azure blob store and then uh I mm-hmm. can run. it's cool yeah yeah
1: absolutely okay then uh there is a disc configuration script and the backup integration script um these are um they, they are coming from the uh, internet, but most of the SAP landing zones they don't have access to the internet. So here the same, you, know, you, you put them into mm-hmm. the um, into the container, get the URL and put the URL uh, where it is needed. Yeah? So mm-hmm. the disk config, the disk config is part here of the variables um, because it's it's required in the VM deployment, which is done via ARM, and and this um, backup is something that is running from Ansible, and uh, so we have to put it in the Ansible RAS defaults file.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, um, that one I showed already before, and um, then ah, I wanted to mention uh, also how to configure the connectivity to Azure. So in, in DevOps, um, you have here the service connections, where is it? Service connections. Ah, here. Yeah. yeah. So in DevOps, we need the service connection to Azure for sure that uh, this deployment is is possible, and the connection to GitHub because the um, um the pipeline, the YAML file of the of the DevOps pipeline is also in GitHub. Yeah. So. um huh? So th- these two service connections are. Needed? Don't ask me why I have two GitHub uh, connections. I don't know that. <laughs> so um, yeah, and that's that's all. Yeah? Um, and then you can deploy a Sipana system. I think it's um, it's it's really cool and easy because it, with DevOps uh, you have the graphical user interface. Mm-hmm. Um, um, it it is using ARM templates. Yeah, I mean we have. Um, um, uh, we have uh, one in your previous blocks. Let me see. I, I put this especially here. Um, I think this was with um, yeah Matt and Jeff. Yeah, the one mm-hmm. with the enterprise scale. Now yeah, there, there are other possibilities you can use. Also really cool, and um, they are using uh, Terraform, and um, I'm using uh, now DevOps and ARM. Just a different way, and. Um,
0: that that actually brings me to another um interesting point um obviously we if you go to github.com i think/azure slash Azure, there's a the hana um repository which has um, yeah th- this very holistic um broad set of terraform and ansible scripts that allow you also to um install an sap hana system yeah exactly here the sap Deployment automation framework that um, really comes with a lot of content there. So why or w- when would I use this, and when would I use um, your repo, for example?
1: Yeah, that that <laughs> that is um, a good question. I would say maybe if if a customer is more focused on ARM templates, mm-hmm. um, that that's a good reason. If if a customer or partner is already heavily using uh, DevOps, um, that's also a good reason. I mean, um, here they plan as well to have DevOps uh, ready sooner or later. Yeah? So, mm-hmm. um, I think this this one here is also it. I mean, there is a huge team involved. This is our golden standard. So I think. Um, this is maybe, I would say more enterprise ready. It, it can do more. It can do ANF. it can do clustering. Uh, but it also takes it takes more time to get familiar with it. Yeah? so mm-hmm. um, I think we have multiple option options. Yeah. Um, if if if, for example, for a pilot or a proof of concept and uh, you want to have uh, really quickly um, a, a HANA VM, uh, according to Microsoft and SAP recommendations, um, so my, my template or my, my repository is a good alternative, I would say, because I think you can really start fast. Mm-hmm. You can, you yeah. can even, maybe just one last sentence here. You can even, if you just want want the HANA VM according to the Microsoft sub recommendations, um, with this stripe sizes uh, with mm-hmm. caching with accelerator so all these nitty-gritty details you could and, and just the infrastructure you can press this button and choose the size you want without doing anything and uh, that, that's also maybe helpful as a minimum
0: yeah yeah, yeah. no i think i'm um, looking at what you've done there and um, for example if i um let's say i, I just want to use azure backup and, and or i want to test azure backup for, for me it sounds like um, I mean, setting this up, the, the prerequisites seems to be like really extremely fast. I mean, I, I just um, forked the the repo and and then again do these small configurations that you outlined, and then it looks like within fifteen minutes or something like that. I I, th- I think it's still running, but in a in a short period of time, I have my SAP HANA system um, up and running, which means then I could immediately play around and and test, um, for example, Azure Backup, and I think. So for, for a scenario where I really just want to get started, where I really just want to have a quick um, SAP system up and running, this sounds like a very reasonable um approach. And I actually very much like your, your idea about um this integration in Azure DevOps so that I maybe I, I don't want to script too much, maybe I'm not too familiar with all the the, the, the CLI and stuff like that and and Terraform commands, then having is azure devops as a user interface i think that that's also nice and as you said i mean we, we are giving a choice um to, yeah. to the customers. some customers might um be really happy in in digging deep into all the terraform and ansible scripts that, that we are um providing there and someone else maybe if i'm a consultant just going to a customer where i want to show um a disaster recovery scenario or whatever then um, maybe using um, this approach here is is even better for for this scenario.
1: Yeah. Maybe Very also nice. the uh, what Petra and Robert um, showed the other day, this demo generator. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I opened the link here as well. Yeah. So I, I downloaded it and um, I mean this is also in in DevOps. So uh, what is it? the Boards, I guess. Yeah. I mean, this this is so useful when when you start. You have all the references, all the links that are relevant for SAP on Azure, and um, yeah, and so you have it in one place. Yeah, here you have all the documentation. Great. You yeah. go, then you go to pipelines and can deploy. So yeah, it fits nicely together.
0: Very nice. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. I think. Good. I so, saw. Yeah, let's let's quickly go back because I thought um it is already pretty far, right? So um the infrastructure is installed, um the Hana system is installed and now we are at the step to
1: we are at the backup. The backup.
0: and okay. um,
1: I was a little bit um, preparing that it might not be finished uh, mm-hmm. here. So I did run the same this morning. So okay. I was the same um, so you can see here the um, backup activation takes um, S- takes six minutes, minutes roughly. Yeah. So it, it's um, so it is doing, it creates the Sapana backup container. Um, it uh, does the uh, registration. Uh, this is this integration mm-hmm. script. Then I'm doing the selective disk backups. Mm-hmm. Um, this is quite nice, so moving out the HANA data and lock from the OS backup well, it's really not required because we have the, the, the HANA database backups. And also nice I think is the monitoring extension so that uh, in SAP and st06 uh, you can see all the, the Azure details. and it's automated. I mean there is docu, but maybe you don't want to <laughs> fiddle around with the details and uh, yeah,
0: just have it automated. But that's so really great. So so after this, uh, once I've run it, I I see for example in my Azure portal in Azure Monitor, I would see my SAP system. If I go to the Azure Backup in in the portal, I would see that there is now um, a backup for my SAP system running. I I think that that's really for me the the the, the beautiful thing that um, within 20 minutes or so, you really have an from from nothing. You have an SAP HANA system up and running that you can use that you can, where you can see some of the, where you can test some of the other Azure services, um, how they interact with your SAP system, for example. Or obviously you can connect with um HANA studio and, and get started with this one. Yeah, cool. Absolutely. Yeah, that's about it. Great, Michael. Thank you very much. Um, Thank you too very think- much. I, I definitely need to to give this a try and 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 test it out. I think it's it's very, uh, very helpful. Um, as always, we'll have the the link to the to the git to your GitHub repository um, in the show notes. So everyone is more than welcome to fork your repository, give it a try, and I, I guess they can also create issues. Um,
1: ah, absolutely! You, I'd love
0: that. Yeah, please
1: um, in GitHub maybe in the comments or yeah, um, yeah absolutely. Cool. Looking forward to.
0: Good. Perfect. Then, thank you very much for for joining us today, and um, looking forward to yeah seeing you again on the show.
1: Great. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Bye okay. awesome. bye. Everyone. Bye bye.